Hello and welcome to the Arrow Video Podcast with Sam and... Well, it's just me, actually. I'm Sam Ashurst, I'm a writer, I'm a director, and I'm normally joined by Dan Martin, but he's taking a break from the show, so it is just me this week. But don't worry, I'm not going to be having a conversation with myself and doing, you know, different silly voices. Though actually, that, that could be quite fun. Instead, I am just going to hit you with a whole bunch of spooky movie recommendations for Halloween that you can catch on the Arrow streaming service, otherwise known as Arrow. Dan will pop up with his own recommendations or recommendation, but I'm just going to drop whatever he sends into the edit at some surprising point, so he'll just appear as if by magic. Hello from Serbia. Uh, Sorry I can't be there with you, Sam, uh, and also listeners. Thought I'd drop in some recommendations. The first one is one that is not on physical media from Arrow, and this is one of the things that that kind of brings me back to the player again and again because as great as the physical media stuff is there's loads of titles on the on the player that aren't available on physical media from arrow they managed to get great stuff in from partner labels uh that turns up on their um on their thing and uh yeah the first one was one that i i hadn't realized until recently was on and it's an absolute fucking banger everybody should see it if you haven't seen it it's uh it's eyes without a face lazy sans visage from 1960 it's you know, one of those incredible classics that, again, I think most of our viewers will have, uh, most of our listeners will have seen, but it's an incredible piece of cinema. It's set the way for so many uh, other things. I mean, it it could be uh, one of the most remade films, although I think half of those remakes at least would be Jess Franco. Yeah, it's just an incredible movie. Black and white, mad scientist movie. You know the, you know the form, even if you haven't seen it. A, um, a scientist, uh, in this case, a skin scientist, blames himself, quite rightfully, for the loss of his daughter's beautiful, beautiful face and sets about with a crazy and unhinged plan to get her a new face. Yeah, it's incredible. It was very, very contentious at the time. Now it's recognised as an absolute classic. But before we do that, let's get started with my first recommendation. Intruder, here's the trailer. Good evening, Walnut Lake Shoppers. It's closing time. The store will be closing in 15 minutes. But the night crew still has work to do. Oh my god, we're gonna get in so much trouble. Because there's one last customer who isn't satisfied. No, this creep keeps calling her. He's driving us nuts. Leave me alone. He wants to slash their prices. (laughs) Who's there? He wants to cut their inventory. (laughs) You're crazy! In fact... He wants to chop until they all drop. I saw him kill Linda. And now he's turning their retail store. There's going to be one more kill in here tonight. Into a wholesale slaughterhouse. Now, I love Intruder. It's directed by Scott Spiegel, who co-wrote Evil Dead 2, 
and it features Evil Dead 2 Sam Raimi in an acting role. It actually feels like an unofficial Raimi movie, as if Raimi, between takes, picked up the camera and had some fun with it. I'm not saying this is a, a poltergeist situation uh, with Steven Spielberg and Toby Hooper arguing about who gets to direct that film. No, instead, I'm just saying that I think Raimi had Spiegel's ear for a couple of these shots. There's just so many... Raimi tropes here including a scene shot through a filter of blood people being dragged on the ground by the legs and some truly truly crazy camera angles so it feels very Raimi-esque and there's some really cool gore moments in there as well. That includes one of my all-time favourite kills. You'll know it when you see it. Intruder is a truly great way to start any Halloween movie marathon especially if you've yet to go out and buy your trick-or-treat candy. So I recommend checking it out you know checking checking it out like a like a supermarket checkout that was that was a joke it's hard to tell without dan's sympathetic laughter i know but my next recommendation for this fortnight is scary movie no not that scary movie here's the trailer it's a quiet halloween night for just a few dollars this place offers more than a few thrills this year we're going to give more than your money's worth Are you going to get a ticket, or are you going to get a ticket? Psycho killer escapes on Halloween night. <laughs> yeah, right. I must have t taken the wrong turn, or... or... Dang right, you took the wrong turn, or, or, or. So yeah, Scary Movie is a horror movie that takes place at Halloween, which has obviously never, ever been done before or since. Can you hear music? Anyway, Scary Movie features a very early performance from the excellent John Hawkes. A really smart script that reminds me a little bit of Bodies, 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 which is another Halloween recommendation if you haven't seen that yet. It's great. And some truly preposterous Halloween costumes. Super fun, scary movie. I recommend it. My next recommendation from the player is one of the gold standards of the classic J-horror period. It's Hideo Nakata's Dark Water. It's a glossier film than Ring, but it still has all of that like sort of wet, creeping horror. Uh, and like The Ring, Nakata is still exploring the role of mothers in modern Japan. It's a really creepy movie. And I mean, obviously, it's still pretty widely seen, but it, there's a lot of people out there, I suspect, who, or at least there's more people out there who haven't seen it than Ring. If you haven't seen it, it's a fantastic addition to your to your Halloween playlist, and it is on the Arrow player. I think it's also on physical media from Arrow. Next up is Effects, which I've talked about on the podcast before. I do have the Blu-ray, but it's an even more essential watch now it's on the Arrow streaming service. Here's the trailer. <laughs> Okay, let's see a movie. Nobody is going to believe a spurt of blood. They'll believe anything we show them. She's pretty good with that razor, huh? You got to put her in the movie. Well, I still don't know what to do when he comes in. No, no, you're fine. You're stoned. You're confused. 
Besides, everything's happening too fast for you to even be scared. It's trash. Killing somebody on, on, on film? It's sick. No, no, no. This isn't what I thought it was. I adore effects. It's a proto-scream meta-horror about a film crew making a horror movie while being stalked by a real killer. And the setup really adds to the intensity of the thing, building to a really fantastic third act. It features Joseph Palato and Tom Savini, both of Day of the Dead fame, and it feels like something they made on their days off from that movie. In fact, the filmmakers did work with George A. Romero on Martin, and that's where they got the idea to make their own film, raising funds from friends and family to do it. FX has the DIY indie spirit that I absolutely love, loads of imagination to overcome restrictions with just a great fun script and some really cool surreal sequences. Major, major recommendation for FX. I love it, and it's on the Arrow channel. Next up, the Zero Boys. Here's the trailer. Daybreak in a quiet desert town. The warfare, quick, silent, deadly. Zero Boys, a winning team of survival game champions, ready for a weekend of fun in the wilderness of Southern California. Then all of a sudden, the game is no longer a game. The hunters become the prey. The blood is no longer paint. Strange things start to happen. And then, friends drop. Dead. The time to fight back is now.
Zero Boys. Dawn of a new breed of heroes. From Nico Mastoraikis and Omega Pictures. Not a traditional horror movie, it's more of a PM Entertainment style action flick with slasher elements. This definitely fits into the so bad it's good camp. The Zero Boys is one that I've got on VHS and Dan also had it on VHS at one time. So he's definitely a fan of this one. And it's one of those movies that you lend to your friends and just sit and wait in silence in a pitch black room until your phone lights the space with their texted reaction, which is usually something along the lines of, what did I just watch? And why are you sitting in a dark room waiting for this message? Maybe that's just me though. The Zero Boys. Some great shots, loads of charisma, and some genuinely disturbing stuff. I wholeheartedly recommend it. My next recommendation from the player is another title that's not available from Arrow on physical media. Uh, There is an American 4K, but it's a Spanish indie comedy horror masterpiece, Day of the Beast or Dia de la Bestia from Alex Alex de la Iglesias. It's his first feature. It's absolutely fucking great. It's like a satanic Christmas carol um, about a heavy metaler following a star to what he thinks will be the birth of the antichrist and it's great and it's it used to be like impossible to find but now it's on the arrow player so you should watch it speaking of so bad it's good paganini horror is my next choice and it is a work of utter madness here's the mostly very visual but still worth including trailer today in this house a contract has been stipulated between niccolo paganini and the devil wherein the musician is granted eternal fame in exchange for his soul. Signed, Paganini and doesn't turn into a... Monster. 
that isn't even part of this world. This might be so bad it's bad, but Paganini Horror is one of my ultimate guilty pleasure movies, mixing 80s cheese with weird gothic stuff. One of the weapons is a violin that's also a knife. There's also some really, really boring bits, so it's basically the perfect movie to put on in the background of your next Halloween party. Just make sure everyone pays attention for the music video, which is sheer 80s heaven. Paganini Horror, fun to say, fun to watch. I recommend it. My next recommendation is a modern indie horror that uh, Arrow picked up a little while ago, also on the player. It's called The Dead Centre. It's a tight little what-the-fuck thriller horror. Kind of the less you know about it, the better, but it was it was one that I sort of recommended to Sam only to find out that he had also recently watched it and loved it when it first uh, first came about. I think we were planning to do an episode on it at some point as well, so that might still happen in the future. Although, like I said, it is one where the less you know, the better. Just sort of let it let it take you. It's a really weird am I going mad type horror film, which I love. Time for some super underrated Fulci fun now in the form of Demonia. Here's the trailer. There's an old monastery there on that hill. You hear a lot of strange stories about that place. What kind of stories? Centuries of ignorant superstition, black magic. You're going to pay for what you're doing. There were satanic symbols and Stop medieval it. writing Stop on them. Whatever you think you saw, it'd be better for all of us if you just forget. Why are they doing it? Why are they such fools? The five nuns were crucified. People have already paid with their lives. is yet to come. As you might be able to tell from that, Demonia is basically a string of surreal death sequences more tenuously connected than a link of sausages. It makes absolutely no sense at any point, which is probably why it's not as highly regarded as some of his more coherent movies. Stuff like The Beyond looks like Save the Cat compared to this, and Fulci doesn't appear to be a massive fan of cats going by this film. But if you want a movie to stick on at the end of the night when you're too drunk on Blood Punch to make sense of your Roku remote, Demonia is absolutely the best choice. 
It's also leaving the Arrow service soon, as is Paganini Horror, so do get on both while you can, though you may end up regretting your life choices. But, you know, don't we all? Last one from me, and I think it's one Sam may have already recommended, but it's going to get a double recommendation because it's awesome. It's The Intruder, or just Intruder, uh, aka Night of the Intruder, which is how I used to know it. It's one of those uh, amazing, fun 80s uh, horrors. It's got a good vein of comedy in it. It's from the producers of Evil Dead uh, and has a lot of familiar faces in it. Uh, because of that, most most screen time of those familiar faces probably goes to Ted Raimi. It's also an early film from the uh, effects house KNB, uh, doing some really fantastic rubber puppetry, heads being cut up in fun ways, etc. Yeah, it's a it's a really fun movie, and again, it's a it's one where you used to have to go to quite lengths long lengths to get the uncut version because uh, it does have some pretty fun gory kills in it. It's never mean-spirited. It's just like over-the-top and fun. And now it is available uncut on the Aeroplayer, so check it out. Well, that's it for this fortnight. I hope you enjoyed my recommendations, um, whatever it was that Dan came up with while he's filming a million different projects. Still haven't decided what I'm doing next episode. I may have a co-host. I may do another load of recommendations if people enjoyed this. But yeah, tweet me. Uh, let me know. And until then, thank you so much for listening, and we promise to be more professional next time. Bye-bye.